Hey, it's Gabe. I want to recommend a podcast I think you'll enjoy called What Could Go Right. On What Could Go Right, the hosts, Progress Network founder Zachary Carabell and Executive Director Emma Varva-Lucas, sit down with expert guests to discuss the world's most pressing issues. They look back at how far society has come and look forward to what it will take to achieve a brighter future. If you're looking for a weekly dose of optimistic ideas from smart people, listen to What Could Go Right wherever you get your podcasts. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with Watson X Governance. Learn more at ibm.com slash governance. IBM. Let's create. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that charts the highs and lows of history, one day at a time. I'm Gabe Luzier, and today we're trying to beat the summer heat by talking about the coldest day on record, in Antarctica or anywhere else. The day was July 21, 1983. At Russia's Vostok Research Station in Antarctica, scientists reported the coldest temperature ever recorded on Earth. For those of us in the Northern Hemisphere, July is a summer month, but in the southern half of the world, it falls in the middle of winter. And in inland Antarctica, that means some of the most bone-chilling weather imaginable. But even by its own sub-zero standards, that July day in 1983 was an exceptionally cold one. When the researchers at Vostok braved the elements that morning, their thermometers read minus 128.6 degrees Fahrenheit, or minus 89.2 degrees Celsius. Not only was that 54 degrees colder than the winter average for the region, it was also an all-time low for the entire planet. It beat the previous world record low, which was also taken at Vostok, by more than two full degrees. For reference, the coldest temperature ever recorded in the U.S. is negative 80 degrees Fahrenheit, or negative 62 degrees Celsius, and that was taken in Alaska, near the Arctic Circle. 
Vostok Station was founded by the Soviet Union in 1957. It's located high atop an icy dome in the middle of the East Antarctic Ice Sheet. That places the station extremely far south, only about 800 miles from the geographic South Pole. The Soviets chose that location largely for the purposes of deep core ice drilling as well as for studies of Earth's magnetosphere. Despite the hardships of living in such a remote area, the station was, and still is, operated all year round. One of the many challenges of manning the station in the dead of winter is that the sun ceases to rise from mid-May to early August. That stretch of continuous night is tough on station personnel, not only because of the increased sense of isolation, but because it also results in some of the coldest temperatures of the year. And that's especially true at higher elevations, such as Vostok's 11,000-foot-high perch near the top of an ice dome. That said, a lack of sunlight and a high elevation aren't enough to explain the extreme cold reported at Vostok in July of 1983. Otherwise, equally low temperatures would occur there every year, which doesn't seem to be the case. The special conditions that created such a steep drop in temperature were later determined to be clear, cloudless skies and unseasonably calm air. Typically, warmer air flows across the Southern Ocean and onto the Antarctic Plateau, where Vostok sits. But during the week of July 21st, no such winds were blowing that year. As a result, the cold air circulating Vostok had no warmer air to mix with, and that created the perfect conditions for a temperature drop. The researchers at Vostok were well aware of this cooling, and on July 21st, 1983, they decided to duck outside the station and take a reading for themselves. As simple a task as that may sound, a good deal of care still had to be taken. For example, the Russian scientists had to don special masks that featured a kind of snorkel device that could be run through the sleeve of a coat. This was because humans can't inhale cold Antarctic air for more than a few breaths, any longer, and our lungs start to hemorrhage. The masks the scientists wore helped prevent that by warming up the incoming air before they breathed it in. The temperature they registered that day is the lowest recorded in the world since humans started keeping track back in 1912. Granted, that's less than 100 years of data to pull from at the time of recording, so it's pretty likely that a colder temperature occurred somewhere on Earth before then. Technically, there's even evidence of a lower temperature after the one at Vostok was measured. For instance, NASA satellites have used remote sensing to measure lower surface temperatures at least a few times already. As of 2022, the lowest temperature reading was taken in 2018 on the same plateau as Vostok. It was minus 144 degrees Fahrenheit, more than 15 degrees lower than the 1983 record. But before you complain that I've dedicated an entire episode to a woefully outdated record, Consider this. Temperatures measured by remote sensing aren't considered official records. The International Committee that verifies weather extremes only considers measurements made using standard methods and equipment, and that doesn't include satellites. That means the Vostok record still stands as the official coldest temperature on Earth. That technicality is fine by me, because in the end, who deserves the record more? 
Some snooty satellite all snug and safe up in orbit? Or a boots-on-the-ground scientist with a snorkel up their sleeve? I think we all know the answer. I'm Gabe Blusier, and hopefully you now know a little more about weather history today than you did yesterday. If you have a second and you're so inclined, consider following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. You can also rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, or you can send any feedback you might have directly to me by writing to thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley, and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have hardwired inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcast. What are you looking for in a new smart TV? 4K picture quality? High quality and immersive sound? A sleek design? All of those are givens, but only the new Roku Pro Series has all of those and the Roku Streaming Experience, an award-winning OS. Get fast, easy access to all your apps like iHeart, where you can stream all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts all day. And regular, all-inclusive trips to Roku City. The new Roku Pro Series, a smart TV built by the streaming pros. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What's up, guys? This is Sean, Lights Out Merriman. And Saturday, June 15th, Lights Out Extreme Fighting 17 returns to Casino Palma in San Diego. Get your tickets now at LightsOutXF.com. And we'll be live on Lights Out Sports TV, available on all major platforms. Doors open at 5 p.m. Pacific. You don't want to miss this one. It's going to be Lights Out. Lights Out Sports is free sports TV by athletes for fans. For details about the event and tickets, go to LightsOutXF.com.